shrugged. It is a place of fear. All are dead there. As he spoke, out of the house below them staggered a boy. He stood, peering up at them, and then fell flat on his face. The game scout jumped behind the wheel of his Land Rover. They skidded round the curves of the mountain pass, crashed through thornbush scrub, and bounced through huge elephant footprints in the black soil. In their path, a covey of guinea fowl scuttled away, screeching. The Land Rover bumped on over what had been a millet garden. There was room for only one wheel on the narrow path. Unexpectedly and forcibly, the driver stamped on his brake. The man beside him shot forward, bumping his chin hard against the windscreen. Yo! he growled. Why did you— His mouth flopped open. Across the path was a distinct line of white ashes. His voice was tense. Let us travel with care. Both men jumped to the ground and walked at right angles to the path, threading their way through the dead millet stalks. They peered at the ground most carefully before taking a forward step. At last, Yobwa spat in front of him. Go! The spell of death does not reach as far as this. Yona grunted his assent and hurried across the clearing to where the boy lay. Striding down the path towards them came a tall, cheerful man with a spear in his hand. The game scout shouted, Stop! Look at the path in front of you, stop! The new arrival paused, then deliberately scattered the ashes with his foot. He smiled. Habari! What news? Njema. Good, said the game scout automatically. Then he stretched out his hand. Kumbe! It is Baruti! They were both tall, solidly built men. Eh, hey, it is I, Oyononuti, and I have joy to greet you. Kah! But is there trouble here? Eh, hey, great trouble. Baruti bent and lifted the boy's head out of the dust. He was painfully thin, and his skin was burning hot. Is he dead? Yobo stepped back a pace. No, but he has much need of strong medicine. Kah! Yononuti scratched his head. I've been sent to deal with this man-killing leopard, and I find myself landed with a sick boy. Let me put him in your machine and give him water to drink, said Baruti, and perhaps we will find a way to help. Yona grunted. He stepped confidently over the place where Baruti had trampled on the witch doctor's medicine. He threw open the door of the Land Rover and put a blanket under the boy's head as Baruti placed him down gently. You look after him, he said gruffly. I will seek for the tracks of this great cat. Baruti saw that the boy was quite unconscious. Yo, he cannot swallow, he muttered, moistening the boy's feverish lips. Truly, he too is very near the ancestors. A shout came from the game scout who was down on one knee in the dust near the house. Come and look at these tracks. Not only has a leopard been here, but it has walked right round the house, just as if it were a witch doctor. And look at this. He pointed to a group of paw marks still clearly seen in the dust. Eh, said Baruti. He lacks one finger in his right forepaw. Their eyes met. Ongo, said Baruti. You fear this creature? Go, growled Yona. Any wise hunter fears any leopard. A cloud of dust was rising into the hot air two kilometers away across the plain. Let us drive to the road, said Baruti. This is the bus to Dodoma, and it will be the quickest way to carry the boy to the hospital. It will turn a safari of two days into one of two hours.
at the hospital, we were having a special clinic to try and steal a march on tuberculosis. We had injected a drop of tuberculin into the skin of the forearms of a dozen people. I had just arranged with them when they were to come in again for me to see the result, when Mboga, one of the hospital orderlies, came running round the corner. Baruti the hunter has just arrived on the bus. Has he, Mbaga? Useful things, buses. Yeah, Buona. They take the weariness out of your feet and shorten safaris, truly. But as I said, Baruti has arrived with a sick one. He says it is a matter of importance. Baruti stood in the shade of a baobab tree with his arm held firmly round a boy who coughed in a way that shook his thin body. The boy groaned and leaned back against Baruti. Mbukwa, I greeted. Mbukwa? The boy's voice was little more than a husky murmur. Abari, what is the news? Njema, the news is good.